Hi everyone, welcome to another stream with us and our super cool guests. Um, I see already there's a few people in the chat. If you happen to have any questions, feel free to post them in the chat. Don't post them on our Discord if you're there because we're probably not going to be checking this right now. Uh, but yes, this is a stream where you can get all of your answers on. I'm from X country. How do I get here? Oh, you have the names wrong, Dan. You need to switch them. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Yes, Alex and I use names. You can switch them. Yes, we're professionals yeah, I'm here. Got, like, yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, so here we have. Nico, he's from Chile. He's working at On Animation, super cool person. Ayub, working with me at Axis and creating cool Netflix films. And Alex, right now at Riot Games. So, and also mentor of his own animation flow. And Ayub is also mentor at Anim School. So, have a little bit of everything as well here. So, to start, I think. Some of you who've been on the stream know me already, but just so that you have an idea of who I am, in case you don't know me, I'm Sen. I'm from Argentina, South America, if you don't know where that is. It's one of the big countries next to tiny Chile. That's the big one. Next one. <laughs> um, I started Animation Mentor about around 2017 that's the proper date when i actually started the full course before i had done a few short animation courses and had dabbled a little bit on it but i wasn't really really good i had tried applying to jobs with a very very terrible reel and got nowhere and i thought okay i need to actually study this for real so i studied animation mentor and i think like a lot of you who are maybe not from the us Canada or Europe, I was thinking, how will I ever get there? Because that's where the bigger studios are. That's usually where you want to be. In my country, there are some studios and some of them are really good, but not for feature. There's some for VFX and mostly commercials, which is not what I'm interested in. So I was very sad for a very long time thinking, oh no, how can I get out of my country? And in terms of my story, how I got out, how, how I always like to say how I escaped my country is I worked really, really hard at Animation Mentor and I got really lucky that the mentor for class six, which is the last, uh, hey, Aaron, hey, Jenny, yay, friends that I know, uh, <laughs> the mentor in class six, which is Sean Sexton, for some reason, he really liked my work. He seemed to trust me a lot. And as soon as Animation Mentor finished, he asked me, do you want to come work with us for a, work, for a feature film that is going to be for DreamWorks, but it's going to be done in England in a studio called Jellyfish. And I said, yes, please, my dream come true. Like living in England and working for DreamWorks, huh, where do I sign? Uh, in terms of how I actually got there, because sometimes people are like, oh, but how? Do you actually get there? For me, I needed to have a sponsorship. I think that pretty much for everyone, if you need to move abroad, you need a sponsorship in most cases. And uh, in my case, I got a visa that is called tier five, which is really easy to get as long as you have a sponsorship. For a spot like a certificate of sponsorship, you just need a company to basically 
pay the government to bring you. They didn't pay for my relocation. They didn't pay for anything. But I was a junior. It was literally my first job in animation, so I wasn't going to be very picky. Now I am. Now it's like, oh, you want me? Can you pay for my flight? <laughs> yes, please. But back then, I was like, I need to, I'm going to take whatever offer I can get, however I can get it. And <laughs> I just went there without any, I, I didn't have, like, they didn't give me again a flight. I got there, and luckily, I, a friend was already living there. So I uh, went to live in the same house. But basically, the way that the tier five works is it's the cheapest visa, and you can only have it for a year. Potentially, you can. Um, extended for another year with the same studio but after like that year doesn't really count if you ever want to get a citizenship tier five is kind of like the meh visa but it is the easiest one to get and because you don't need an english exam to get it you don't need any specific qualifications you just apply and they say yes so i have the, the meh visa Oh, you have the tier five now? Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible, but yeah. Well, you get Once... away out of the country. Like... Yeah, exactly. Is that for me? It was like I escaped. Yeah, <laughs> just like the escape doesn't matter how. Exactly. Um, after I like I worked at Jellyfish. Okay, now that I'm in the UK, what do I do? Once my job finishes, once you're in the country, it's so much easier. I was able to get an, another job at the current studio that I'm at it's called Access. And it's super easy once you're in the UK because basically they needed to transfer from a tier five visa to a tier two. Um, then you need to move away your mouse. Yeah, there we go. It works now. <laughs> it was showing things. Um, the tier two is better because that one does count if you want to citizenship. So it's like, yay, you still need five years, but it's better than nothing. And that one, the only thing that, because I think that some people were asking, oh, do we need degrees or something like that? I have a degree, not in animation, but in multimedia design. And I didn't need to present it. I only needed an English exam. They have a few that you can choose from and you need to basically just pass it. As long as you have a passing grade, that's okay. You have to like do reading, listening, writing, something else that I don't remember what it was. <laughs> that's how much attention I paid in the exam. Um, but it's honestly, if you can listen to us and speak in English, you can pass the exam. So that's what it was. And right now I'm in the process of going to Australia. And for that, I also need a sponsor. And the way that it works is gladly through some, through a, another coworker, he recommended me to Animal Logic. And through that recommendation, because they trusted him, they're like, oh, do you want to work with us? I'm like, yes, please. And these people are actually really nice. They do pay for relocation. So I'm like, oh, thank you. But in terms of how the visa process works or what do you need, I'm not sure yet because I haven't started it, but I'm sure at least you don't need to have a degree or an English exam because they didn't ask me for any of that. So that's that was my my way thank you yes animal logic seems amazing everyone is telling me how amazing it is and how happy everyone is i'm just scared about the spiders and the snakes but and it's okay <laughs> no 
no, I like those. But the, well, the worst thing that they can do is punch me. Oh, no. Maybe. But a spider, it can kill me. Or it can look at me very weird. And yeah, don't worry about up. that. I think you could go to Simon and ask him how he does it. Like, oh, I already... I already did. We have like Ayub and I work together, and Simon is our supervisor. He is from Australia, and he's currently in Australia. So I already messaged him. I was like, "So the spider problem? Is it Should I bad? worry?" <laughs> also, the ticks. Yeah, like we have a Melbourne branch for Luma. As well. Yeah. And they posted in the they posted in the chat for Melbourne. She was like, "I had to pull this off of my arm, and it was a tick." Like this big and it had arms that were massive and she was like i had to pull for like five minutes to get it to come off my arm and it was nasty looking i was like i'm glad i'm in the la branch not the melbourne branch i'm gonna be in sydney so no i'm thinking i'm gonna be in sydney so i think it's gonna be okay i am scared but yeah if anyone happens to be from argentina and has other questions i can also well, tell you that in terms of like i used i lived in new zealand for a year and the way that i did that was through a working holiday visa that i know that not many people are aware of and the way that working holiday visas work depends on the country that you're from so for example for me yeah i am reconsidering all my life choices for me uh <laughs> i i had the way that to, that it works to go to new zealand is there's a thousand openings however you call it and you have to be the first it's like first come first served so you have to be really quick to apply and pay and then you get the visa and then you can go and it's usually to work in like temporary jobs something that's short and uh you can travel but sometimes they are very flexible and you can do other things i was able to work in an office and earn money to pay for animation mentor <laughs> But it depends on the country, so look them up because it can make your life way, way easier. So I don't think anyone has any questions particularly about my story. So I'm going to go to um, Ayub. You're the next one in the screen. So you tell am us I, your am story. I, am I the yes. next one in the screen? Yes. OK. So hello, guys. My name is uh, Ayub. Uh, my, last, my last name is really difficult. We don't have to worry about that. Okay, so I'm uh, from Morocco. Morocco is a little country next to Spain, so it's like uh, below Spain. And the animation industry in Morocco is pretty much non-existent. Uh, I'll tell you a story. Like I remember when I got into animation uh, any school, and I remember I, I just like there was one other Moroccan like my friend. He's currently working in uh, in Malaysia. So what he told me is like when he got to animation mentor. He tried to select where, where's your country from? So he selected and there was no Morocco in the list. So he had to go to the Adam school, like uh, admins and ask them to add the country to there. And that's how, like how, like unknown is my country. So, and also the industry here is like, yeah, non-existent at all. So you can imagine how difficult it is for a person from Morocco, Africa in general to like, like make it to like a studio like in Europe or like a, a different studio. So it makes the visa also very difficult as well. Because like uh in like these uh like uh third like basically third world countries, 
it's very difficult because they they like they put a lot of restrictions as well. So I got in anim school uh, similar to Slim, which is like I got in late 2016. I used to do uh, learn animation since uh, that like uh, seriously since 2013. But in 2016, I was like, yeah, I can go and. Uh, I basically what I did is uh, my situation was a little bit difficult, so I dropped out of uh, the university I was studying physics and I decided to learn how to do graphic designs and just earn money money doing like freelance and save then so I could get to an uh, animation school so I got to anime school and then when I got to class five I met this really great uh, animator it's basically kind of like very similar to your story my um, my like my mentor his name is Manuel Boover is from Spain and I worked really, really, really hard. You know, like when you're supposed to do one shot in like the whole term, I did like, I remember, I think I did three shots. And one of them was- Overachiever. The, yeah, I was like, oh, like I, like, I, I, like I fell in love with animation. So I was like, I had to like, just like do my very best work. I remember when, you know, like when you have to show your ideas to like, to the mentor or like, and you have to choose there, like, ah, oh, just choose between three and five ideas. And what I did, like, I chose like 14 ideas. So my, like, my whole session, like, basically took, I think it's an hour just for me, just to, to, to give me feedback on like, which idea is good. And uh, at the end they decided, okay, there are really these two good ideas and let's choose them, do reference for both and see which one is good. And then uh, build on top of that. And basically here you can see like, it's just like, like the harder you work, the more people would notice you. And if people notice you, it makes it very easy for you to get into the industry. And basically when I was in class five, I remember like my Manuel was like, yeah, we have a friend from Blizzard and he's creating his new studio and he's looking for new animators. And he was like, I want to recommend you to him. I was like, no, I'm not ready. I'm still in class five. I'm like learning how to do lip sync. And he said, dude, you just have to do it. Just like go for it. And so I just trusted him, went for it. And I remember at first, uh, there was a, a bit of hesitation from like, uh, like this guy from like uh, from Blizzard. His name is Jason, uh, Jason, Jason Tom. And he's now he's one of my best friends. He was like hesitant because like my animation was like very cartoony. I was like, oh, can, is it good to have him on my team or not? But what happened is like, after that, I just kept going and I managed to somehow become a lead animator in one of these projects. I worked on VFX, uh, like different styles from cartoony, realistic to the cinematics, gameplay. I'm not a big fan of gameplay, but I tried it as well. And from there, I just like, uh, I got this, like I kept getting like opportunities. And also one of the other things is like, I'm very selective. So like, if I don't like something, I don't care which country it is from, it could be like from Europe. If I don't like care about like, if it doesn't like bring me the passion and the joy and it's not an exciting project, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say no. So at some point there was this guy who like, like already like uh, invited me uh, to like, uh, like I, I had like a connection with him. It was like, yeah, we have a studio access and they're looking for people. Are you interested? I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And yeah, and here I am. I'm actually working with uh, Sim. 
And that's Yay. pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully that wasn't too long. Pro no. Hopefully nobody's asleep here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think this is actually something that we could talk about now because it kind of ties in one of the questions that was said that how strong do you guys recommend to build a good bond with our mentors? In my opinion, it's not just about building a good bond with mentors, it's with everyone that you know, with everyone in the industry. It's it, when you're creating connections and the famous word networking, actually make friends because that the person who is now maybe maybe they're not the best animator and they're struggling, maybe one day will be your lead. Maybe they yeah, exactly. will become good friends. Yeah, like for example, like most of the jobs that I got were through someone because someone recommended me. Like one freelance job that I got was through a mentor that I'm good friends with. I, we've had him, Ray Ross. He was like, hey, someone I know is looking for freelancers. Do you want? Yes. <laughs> like that's how it worked. But like with this guys here, everyone here is my friend. Did I force them into friendship and being here? Yes. Are they happy yeah, now? I can like literally are you by force him to be on this stream yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't know like what do you guys think in terms of also good bond with our mentors please don't hurt my family please <laughs> <laughs> and are you you're a mentor and alex you too how do you feel like do you like it when your students oh no i don't want... like it <laughs> you're like no. get away from no me friends. yeah exactly no. <laughs> like you have like to stay and like spend a lot of time strictly student mentor relationship <laughs> yeah i'm just like uh for me and i'll be honest with you like it's been a year now exactly a year since i started teaching at any school i teach class one and two so especially like for class one people are like it's the first time and you're teaching them so you have to be very enthusiastic and like uh like um pretend to be very happy about any i'm like yeah i love anim animation of course but the thing, I'm, I'm actually still, um, like, it's still surreal for me because it doesn't make any sense. I don't have that much experience. I only, like, have, like, four or three years in animation industry. And it's actually the minimum requirement to, to be accepted at anim, uh, anim school. And the reason for that is basically the same reason why is is because of my friend Manuel. He told me, I am, apparently, I'm so good. So he's like, we need you to be in school and teach. So yeah, it's yeah, so it's real. That's it's so oh, cool. Didn't hire me. Sorry? Didn't hire me. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many years did you have of experience when you applied? Maybe you had like I was at DreamWorks already for like two years. <laughs> nope, not enough. Manual. <laughs> So since you're speaking now, Alex, your turn. Tell us your story. Yeah, I can go ahead. So my name is Alex. I'm from Brazil, South America as well. And I did animation mentor. I feel like I'm a veteran, veteran here because I did animation mentor a while ago compared to these new kids. And so old, for man. me, I am. Look at this beard. And it, for me, it was very different than, than the star students like Cynthia and Ayub. I see their reels and I'm just like, oh my God, they're like so good. I haven't seen Nico's reel yet, but it's probably don't, like really good don't. as well. <laughs> but for me, I was so, like, no, I mean, like, I saw student. the laser, 
lizard shot one is really good. I just love it. It was like super cool. <laughs> yeah, I was a very bad student animation mentor. I didn't, I didn't have any mentor friends. Like really, they forgot about me right after the class. I didn't create like a good network with people there. Just like a few friends from South America, actually, like from Brazil, Colombia, because of geographic location, not really from like being like good or like exchanging feedback. And I remember even when I, I joined like the feedback sessions with the with the peers, like our class, people didn't really look at my work because I was just like, eh, this guy, whatever, just give some random notes. <laughs> so, Aww, yeah, I was very, very, so I, I had to work like extra hard and I was like in Brazil, of course, we all know we're not from like US Canada. So I was a generalist over there doing more lighting and stuff. So I was still working with lighting while I was animating. And then I just kept like pushing and kept trying. And I finally found some freelance for Russia on wizard animation. So that's when I started working more with like feature film. It is a not a very high quality feature film, but it's it was a feature film. So we had like the tools to make good shots and like the supervising and stuff. So that's where I started getting more into like the animation thing. And after that, I applied like so many times and got rejected everywhere in the world. And after being rejected for like five times at Birdell, on the sixth time, they really needed people. So they considered me because now we're like, like, oh, now we can let you in. So I just, yeah. That's what I mean. It's just like, oh, we, we really need one more. Okay, get this guy. It's alphabetical order. So, Alex. <laughs> so then I started at Bardell, like, I don't know, five years ago, I think, 2016. And from there, I started, pu I kept pushing, like, kept trying to be better. And from Bardell, I did a bunch of like other projects, freelance. Bardell, I did like a few series there. And then I finally got to Sony, Sony Imageworks on Hotel Transylvania 3. I did Anim Squad while I was at Bardell, which also helped me a lot to build my reel. And that's where I built like the shot who got me all the jobs that I have until today. The, <laughs> like, the one with, with oh. the best dancing one. Yeah, that's like the best, like, yeah, man. I yeah, just that like that shot. Love it. Oh, I love like, it. Everything, yeah. Every I time I look at it, Sony and, yeah. and Blue Sky and DreamWorks and Pixar, this everyone like that shot. <laughs> how did you manage to have like time to do it? Like, how did that? So that's the thing that that shot is a, like a specific story because I did only the blocking during the class, and and I didn't finish. I was just like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna finish. And then I start putting like a spline pass. It was like looking horrible. It was like just one camera. The the characters weren't feel, feeling like alive enough. So I took a break and then I came back. I was like, okay, I'm gonna rework this and try to make like really good. And then I, I did like all the clothes and lighting and like even the the dress, the design, I, like I designed yeah. the dress actually. Okay. I, I really got into it and then I finished and that shot really helped me to put like my foot into like feature film, like more high quality feature film. And then I got to Sony in just one project, Hotel Transylvania 3, and then they fired me, it happens. It happens in all my jobs. Oh, really? Is there, is there a reason and, for that? I, I don't know. Not a, not good enough, probably. No. No, no. And they, like, they nah, do. Nah, no, like they sometimes it's all, uh, like, yeah, Sony has a reputation of hiring yeah. 200 animators and, and then, then, oh, we're going to keep like, 20. Yeah. They recycle a lot. Yeah. yeah. We don't but have enough money. It was a good money. thing because, 
Ah, no, they have money. <laughs> but it's a good thing, because from there, Enough, like, I, yeah. I could go to Blue Sky, and then I got into the US. Dude, you're so, so Blue lucky. Sky, you got to Blue Sky be before I like, ended. Like, I'm like, no, yeah, oh, I can't. I was very get... lucky. Yeah. Because Blue Sky was a great studio. I love it there. And talking about visa, because like that's the whole point. For Canada, I think Canada is very welcoming to internationals. If you have like, if they need you, they're gonna, if you're real, called their attention, they're gonna figure out the visa. So even if you're not picky, because I wasn't picky, so I was going like to Bardell. Bardell needs a lot of people. They do a lot of series. On the season I went, they were hiring a lot. And then they had like some lows and highs. So I remember past year was very low, so they weren't hiring as much. But I think like this year, next year is gonna be high again. So they're gonna be hiring. So if you cut, cut their eyes, they're gonna sponsor the visa most likely. And for the US, that's when it gets tricky. US is very hard to get visas. And I remember I applied to Blue Sky, I did the interview, I passed the interview, and then uh, then the recruiter called me like, hey, we're just figuring out with immigration, we didn't know you needed this visa, and they're trying to get you the visa, and it's really hard. The O-1 visa for US is the extraordinary ability. And then you have to prove a lot of stuff, a lot of accomplishments. So then the lawyer could find a way that I could get this visa. And then luckily I got the job at, at Blue Sky. But my whole point of explaining that is they saw my reel and they hired me before knowing I need a, a visa, a difficult visa. And what then accomplished, what, did, what counted as accomplishments? Like what did you have to present? So for it's a combination of like several things. For me, what helped is I have a bachelor in industrial design. So having a degree, bachelor, master, it counts. I was a, a mentor back in Brazil in a school. So that also counts. You like have an like official movie credit. Yeah, an official like big school in Brazil. I had like 3D Max certifications as well. That counts. And I work on like Hotel Transylvania, Adventure of Puss in Boots, uh, Angry Birds. So those projects, they count because they won awards. I was recommended for the Emmy as animator oh, to be oh. serious. I, I didn't get oh. it, but I was oh. so nominated. So, yeah. so, so. Nah, yeah. it's, it's not a big deal. And it is. It's for, it's for TV series <laughs> as well. Who cares? But it, Emmy, it was Emmy. also like all, all those things counts as being extraordinary on the film industry, like entertainment industry. And then after I got to Blue Sky, it's when it gets easier when you're inside, not as easy. I, I have more stories of like a lot of visa stuff happened and I couldn't get other jobs. But then at Blue Sky, I got an offer from DreamWorks and they sponsored the same visa. They could transfer the Blue Sky visa to DreamWorks. I stayed at Blue Sky, unfortunately, for only three months. The movie was passing through like some story changes and DreamWorks was offering me a staff position full-time and Blue Sky was a temp position. So it made sense for me to stop, like stop my contract earlier. I don't recommend, but I mean, it, it's situation is different. And then at DreamWorks, I stayed for almost three years when a layoff happened at DreamWorks recently because of schedule changes and stuff. So they had to fire seven animators. I was one of them. And then my visa, I had to leave the country in 60 days. So in 60 days, I had to find a new job. They told me like, hey, your last day is going to be in a month. So start figuring out. I applied everywhere again. You created that shot? 
No, no, no. That was that was yeah. recent. That was three oh, or four okay. months ago. Ah, I see. So yeah, that's very recent. So I had experience at uh, DreamWorks. I had Boss Baby release. So my reel had like a lot of uh, high quality projects on it. So I started applying everywhere. I had several interviews all over. And then I started having offers, but most of them in the US, especially because of the COVID, they're like, oh, unfortunately, we're not sponsoring Visa. And I remember I even passed, like I had interviews with Pixar. I passed all the interviews and I got to recur and she's like, oh, I just realized you need a visa. Unfortunately, because of the COVID, we can't sponsor for right now. Let's talk again next year. But it's, it's such a shame, blah, blah. Disney was the same thing. Like, unfortunately, we need for like right now. Because the visa in the US takes like around three months to get processed. And the companies, it's hard for them to wait. Like, I, I understand the schedule of the company. They need to finish and Encanto. I was going to go for I Encanto. think it, we just, like, it could be just easier to just get married there, get decisions, decisions shipped, and just if you could work in... It's, it's in also not that easy. It takes, and then it once takes you, a like, while. Get your dream job, you can get divorced again, continue your life. Yeah, but it's not easy, yeah. especially for the US. I know someone who got married, not for the visa, but because they actually wanted to get married. And every year they had to go in and prove that their marriage oh, wow. was real. So it's not just, but oh, I'll get married and get in. Yeah, and it's like you need to show it. You, yeah, and if government gets you, there's a lot of other complications that can like it can never work oh. here again. So yeah, it's it's always good to like have your works pick for yourself. But of course, those visa things, especially with the COVID, it happens. And then yeah, for Encanto, for example, I was applying in June. The move was supposed to end animation in August. My visa will be ready in August. So it makes sense they're they're not gonna hire me. So I totally understand. I'm not mad at like, oh, this is not hiring me because I need a visa. It's because of the schedule right now, it doesn't work. So and then Luckily, I got to Riot Games, where I'm uh, working on League of Legends now. It's different. It's gameplay animation. It's really cool. It's something something different than I was used to do. And Have you had like experience it. with game gameplay animation? No, it's it's my first, first time. time. Oh yeah. wow, interesting. And it's really oh. cool. It's very different. I feel like I do all my animation stuff in two days and three other days is to figure out how to make it work in game, like the gameplay stuff. And the style is different, 60 frames per second. It's, it's fun. It's fun. For, for now, it's been fun. And, and I have Animation Flow because none of these schools wanted to hire me. Animation Mentor, Anim School. I tried all of them, and they're just like, ah, maybe next time. And then I start my own mentorship, which it's going well. It's been longer, more than a year already. And I have all times that I have I had available, they're all booked now. So I have like more stuff coming as well with like new rigs and student reel, all that stuff. So that's fun. But yeah. And but that's pretty much it. I feel like visas are important. It's hard when you're not from US, Canada, Mexico, or Europe, but they are gonna look at your reel first. Because I remember even when I was applying from Brazil. I would put on the form, like, I don't need a visa, just to see if they're going to watch my reel, and they're yeah. still not going to contact me. So it's not because I'm not from here. So Well, I, I have a counter argument, though, because it is, because I was applying to a big studio, and I had applied, I literally had messaged the recruiter four times, and I got no replies. And I had, one of my friends got into the studio, 
And he started showing my reel to the supervisor, to the leads, and the supervisor was like, message her. And after he found out that basically um, the reason why they weren't replying to me was because for people from Argentina, it takes around six months to get a visa from Argentina. And they thought that I was in Argentina. So they weren't replying to me because they thought that it would take half a year to get a visa. When they found that, that I was in the UK and it would take only two months, then they replied. So yes, sometimes it doesn't matter, but it does matter. Cause it, like it, it, it mattered in yeah. my case. It also mattered it when matter. it got like, I got the internship to go to Sony and they told me, we'll take care of the visa for you, don't worry. And when I got the internship, they said, oh, you have to get the visa on your own. And I tried and my country doesn't have any partnerships with Canada and I couldn't get in. So it's like, it yeah. kind of does it, matter. It depends. If it's very entry-level position, it's going to be much harder, of course. Yeah. Because for example, my, my visa in the US, you cannot get as an entry-level because yeah. you need to prove the extraordinary ability. So unless you have some experience or something extraordinary you did somewhere, you're not going to get it. But after you're established, like after your first job, like in Canada was my first job in animation and Canada is much more welcoming. So in North America, like in the US, yes, they are more tricky. That's why I'm like mentioning they are more picky, but I believe to join a big studio like DreamWorks Disney Pixar, if it's not entry-level internship or talent development, you need to have experience enough in other studios to be at least considerable. It's hard to enter as a student. Of course, they do get some people oh, no, from this, in my In my case, the thing about the six months, I wasn't a student anymore. I already had experience and it was all in the so same real, year. Yeah, <laughs> it so was literally the same. Was... It was the same reel. It's just that HR wasn't showing it to the animation people because they thought it would take six months to get me a yeah. visa <laughs> just letting people know because it can happen that you are in a country where it takes a long time and that they just won't see your real so it's not about your skills sometimes it's about where sometimes. you are i'm yeah, speaking it, from it my experience the, i know it depends because i was at dreamworks and i was on the hiring people the hiring group and they would see the reels from everyone and then they're like oh how it's gonna of course, COVID changed a lot of stuff. They yeah. were considering not getting people from outside because it's taking a lot. Like we have an animator from DreamWorks. He got hired a year and a half ago and he couldn't start yet, but he got hired Whoa. because of the COVID canceling appointments and stuff. So of course, because of the situation right now, they are being more careful into like getting someone, getting like the time of someone interviewing the whole for the interview, the whole team has to get together. That costs a lot of money. They, they are paid per hour a lot of money to like four of them stop their day and interview someone. So it's a very career job to filter. Yes, at today it's been more like that, but I do believe I have friends from like Spain. He needs the same visa as me to the US and he never worked with feature. He worked only on one feature that wasn't released yet when he joined DreamWorks, but he worked on Klaus. So that was his only experience. And he's amazing. He's like doing That's great awesome. at, at DreamWorks. And they just saw his real, like, no, this guy is amazing. So the other way to get it is when you study here, of course, DreamWorks likes to get 
fresh from school students like Ringling, Call Arts, Academy of Arts University. They do get students from there as their first job, but they are also very good. Like you see their short film, like their thesis, and it like it deserves. I, I cannot compare myself like being outside. I didn't do as good as them, and it's their first their first work. So yeah. it is very competitive. And I know if you're real, your real has to stand out more than everyone that they can get right now. You have That's to the be problem. Extraordinary. A hundred percent. I always say that you have to be twice as good as everyone. No, else I mean like ten times as good yeah. as anyone else. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. you can't just be oh I'm gonna be a junior. You have to be kind of senior level to get the junior. Junior level, exactly. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> like I'm, I'm exaggerating, but level. like in the idea of you have to be really good to get in. And I don't know, because like when I interviewed with Pixar, they told me like, oh, we just call you because your last shot is the dance shot. And they're like, yeah, the Boss Baby stuff is well done because it's the studio and you work there. But what caused our eye was like your last shot, like your personal shot. And I did this shot like four years ago and I was a student. So sometimes it like, you don't need to be as a surgeon or like a genius. Yeah, but that shot is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Alex, it is. That shot is amazing. <laughs> we all uh, we all know. knew instantly what shot it was without you even saying yeah. it. That's how good it is. It's, so, yeah. it's okay. Well, I'll pass to Nicholas. Nico. Alrighty. Um, so I guess it's my turn now. I'm from the little country that is right next to Argentina, uh, from Cienes. Um, So, and my journey is, is a little similar to hers in the sense of uh, I didn't study animation as my first career. I studied multimedia communications. So we were taught, uh, I don't know, how to use, I don't know, Photoshop, Macromedia, Flash, um, freehand, how to code, how to do websites, all of that. Also, like my first job right after college was doing websites. I was doing like search engine optimization and all of that. Um, and then um, a friend of mine, uh, they enrolled into, a, into an institution that was um, Autodesk uh, authorized training center where they were teaching Maya. And after I saw the things that they were doing, I was like really hooked up with it. And that kind of like reignited the animation spark that I had in my heart. And, uh, and I enrolled into that program again, I, I mean, uh, as well. And then as I was doing that, I got offered a position as a roto animator for a company that was serving as an external vendor for a Canadian company that was doing uh, stereoscopy. Uh, so roto animation for um, two VFX movies, one for Maleficent and another one for Godzilla. So that wasn't really character animation per se, it was animation. I was like getting like practice with uh, real pipeline and rigs, but we didn't have any creative freedom whatsoever because we had to match like the characters to the plate. So we were given, uh, I don't know, very low poly characters and the set, and then we had the plate at, like at the back. And then we had to match everything frame by frame. It was so tedious, but 
at the same time, you like that gave me some uh, knowledge in terms of like depth in the viewport, how things like behave there. And then um, that lasted for about two for about four months. And then uh, and simultaneously, I was doing this workshop that lasted for like a year and a half. And by the end of it, my animation teacher he saw like my reel and he offered me a position at his own company. His own company was only him and his uh, and and a friend of his, but so we were only basically two to three people there at the studio. It was like a sort of an internship uh, for me. And there I did uh, TV spots and shorts for about a year. And then he fired me the week of my birthday. I will never forget that. And then um, by the end of it, uh, by the end of that year, uh, he, uh, but, but he was a really good sport because then he got a position as a supervisor in a gaming studio here in Chile, and um, and he um, brought me there with him as well. So, and there I got to work uh, in games for about a year there uh, in Chile. And as I was doing all of that, I felt that I was like hitting a ceiling, you know, that I wasn't um, getting good enough. I think that I lost you or not. No, no, you're here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. So I, I was like all in silence. Um, so, We're listening uh, I, to your story. Okay, so, and this is like 2017 now, 2016, 2016. So in the middle of 2016, uh, I felt that uh, my skills weren't good enough at all. So that's when I decided to enroll into Animation Mentor. And, uh, and I think that really changed my life um, because if it hadn't been for it, I most certainly would not be here. Mm -hmm. uh, like I had the option to do this advanced placement option that they have where you can skip classes up to term four um, if you show them your reel because I had some experience like when I enrolled into Animation Mentor, I had already like a year and a half of experience, but uh, in my local industry, right? Uh, and I think that it was a very good uh, choice that I made not to skip it and just to do things from the very start. Um, because like I was getting notes on the pendulum, things that I thought that I had like completely mastered, I was getting notes on that. And it was like, okay, wow. So I, it's good that I'm relearning the basics here. Uh, and that is something that maybe some people try to rush through way too fast. They want to get into the, I don't know, into acting, into lip sync without knowing, I don't know, how the bouncing ball works and things like that. So it's always good to go back to the basics for that matter. And um, so I did Animation Mentor. Um, I graduated in 2018. And then after that, I, I took a workshop at uh, Anime Squad. And right after that, I got an offer from, I would say the best animation studio in Chile uh, doing um, TV spots. It was, it, was, it was really nice. I did uh, grow a lot there. And, uh, but, the, but the thing that bothered me the most there is that we were all, I mean, it was a huge step in my career because now I was working in a, in a very like, 
organized studio. There were about like 30 people working there, whereas in my previous jobs, we were only like two to 10 people. This was uh, like a full studio with specialists for each area. We had uh, not only, it, it wasn't all like generalists. We had animators, riggers, bumpers, lighters, producers, an art department, everything. So it worked really well as a studio. And, um, and then I went to CTN, where this, um, I met Sin for the very first time in person. Uh, and then when I came back, they said to me, tiny, hey, right? so, sorry? She, she's tiny, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. But she has a very big heart. And she's yeah, exactly. super talented, so she makes uh, up for that. Like, yeah. So uh, I, when I came back, they offered me to be like the lead animator at that studio. And I said, no, I don't want to be a lead. I'm, I'm way too green. I just like gra graduated from an agent mentor. I just want to keep learning. I don't want to let to, to lead anybody. If anything, I want to be led. And, um, and also I, my, my, my dream uh, always was to work overseas. I didn't want to stay in Chile. And um, so I kept applying to different places. And um, it was very funny because I said that to my boss, I was, a freelance, but I was like a freelance plus because I had all of the benefits of people working like as a staff, but it was freelance. So, uh, but I had like this uh, ability to to leave whenever I wanted. But I was but I was always honest with my boss whenever I had like an interview. Like it was even to the point that he would lend me an office to have my interviews <laughs> there with other studios at the studio. So I remember. Uh, I had one with uh, Framestore in 2019. And this is, I think, important to what we're talking about today. Uh, I had this interview uh, at the beginning of 2019 and it went really, really, really well. Then uh, they said to me that they were really happy with my work. Um, and, and yeah, and, and they really seemed super excited. They said to me that they were going to reach out to me in about two weeks, three weeks passed. And then I reach out back to them saying, hey, I'm here, I'm still alive. Uh, can you give me like an update on the situation? And they said to me, yeah, well, you know, we're, they were really happy to, to meet you again. They were really happy with your work. But uh, when we talked um, about you with the immigration lawyer, we kind of faced a wall, whereas like the needs of the production and the timing of your application didn't really match because of uh, processing times of visas. I was like, oh, okay, here we go again. Um, and then, yeah, I just moved on. And, and that was like one of the first moments that I said, okay, so maybe my country really is a, is a problem here. I mean, not, not the country itself, but the situation that my country was in, in comparison to uh, Canada. And then uh, later that year, I got an email out of nowhere from Buck, a studio in New York where they do commercials, like TV spots again. And they were super like excited. They saw my reel. I never applied there. And um, and it, I think it was like the animation supervisor saying, hey, Nicholas, we saw your, 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 your work. We really liked it. And we're starting to do internships. And we were wondering if you are interested in taking one of them. And I was like, hell yeah, like where, where do I sign? And we started talking and then I said to them, um, but you know, uh, I think I can start within a month, but we can start like the process now because the visa might take a little long. 
and they stopped on their tracks and they said, oh, I thought that you were in the States. And I was like, oh my God, this is happening again. And they stopped and they stopped with the process because of that. Um, and then uh, by the end of um, 2019, I would say this was now in August, um, I had applied to NPC. And, um, and the thing is that I had the interview with them and uh, everything went so smoothly. They sent me the contract and in two weeks I was here. And it was because MPC had this huge team of immigration lawyers where they knew that my country had a treaty with Canada that sped things up incredibly because uh, I, I could apply for like an expert kind of visa, whereas where I had, um, like if I had a bachelor's and if I had over three years of experience, I was eligible for this type of visa. And I met all of those requirements. And because of that, they were able to bring me to the point that uh, at the end of 2019, when my contract with NPC ended, I reached out to a frame store. I sent an email. I reached out to the head of animation on LinkedIn saying, hey, blah, uh, it's me again. We had an interview a year ago. I don't know if you remember me, but you guys couldn't bring me because of my visa situation. But guess what? I don't need a visa. I'm here and I can start like tomorrow. And he replied back to me saying, hey, like, uh, good for you. And you don't need a visa. Why is it that? Uh, I explained like the situation to him. And then oh he said God. to me, yeah. You, it was, you have to be like a lawyer. Just to yeah, get, like, no, and, and also to the point that uh, he said to me, um, you know, one of the recruiters is going to reach out to you so you can explain the situation better to him. And I talked to the recruiter and I had to like send them like snippets of the work permit application that NPC had done for me. I had to walk them to walk them through the process of getting my visa done. And I had to do that with the current studio as well because it's so like unknown to, to them. Like there are so many countries in, in Latin America, each one of them with different situations in terms of how they relate to Canada or how they relate to any other countries uh, that you need to be super on top of your game there. You need to know what your options are. Like there has to be, I think, like uh, an assessment of reality in relationship of like what your situation is and what your goals are. And you need to know where you stand like for Canada or where you, what are your options for any other country with what you have now. And with what I had there is that I was here and I was like ready to start working the very next week. And because of that, it was super easy. I didn't even have to do another interview because they remembered my work and I kept in touch with them for over a year. And I always sent them like, email hey i'm alive i'm here and um and yeah so they hired me and then at the end of my contract there at framestore um again i reached out to um to on animation where is where i'm currently working at um and yeah and it was super easy because i did like the same process with them i showed them how to hire me basically and yeah and they were they were super nice to me and and this is my first feature actually because Previously, so I did TV spots, then I did um, VFX for a year, and now uh, I'm I'm doing feature finally, which is something that I always wanted, and I finally achieved it. So so yeah, and it's been over a year now since I'm here, and I think that Alex said that 
that once you're in or US sent to, once you're in the country, it's much easier to stay here. Like breaking that barrier at first where you have to beat not only other animators, but you have to beat like the immigration system. I think that's one of the biggest like- Now COVID. Ch challenges. Yeah, and, and now COVID <laughs> as well. This, the, like, uh, I, I know people who are in the industry here now that uh, visas, I don't know, like some of the treaties have changed. I have friends from Mexico and Mexico kind of changed like the NAFTA policies, something like that. NAFTA is, is like their work permit basically. And, uh, and because of that, they can't get hired in, in immediately. So uh, because of that, that's why I can't stress this enough that you really need to know what your options are. Like for me also as a Chilean, uh, there's another option where you can apply for a working holiday visa, which allows you to work in Canada for one year. But uh, the downside of that is that uh, you don't have access to healthcare. So you have to provide that yourself, but you have an open work permit. So any studio or any place can hire you. Whereas the one that they have now is a closed work permit. So every time that I change employers, I have to go to the border well, now with COVID, we do it all online, but before COVID, I had to go to the border, do what is called a wave polling, where I crossed to the States, and then I did that, like that meme of uh, Abraham Simpson, where he enters like the room with a hat, he puts it in, and then he turns around and he goes out. I had to do that at the border, uh, and then came back into Canada and say, hey, I'm here again, and I had to show them like my new like, like, application. <laughs> Yeah, it's so dumb. And I spent like a day doing that and you have to be there super early because again, it's first come, first served. So wow. yeah, so that's See, like in the UK, it's much easier. You go online, you say, hi, I need a visa. This is my sponsorship certificate. <laughs> okay, wait a month. Well, maybe you, you so need lucky. to go and get like your picture taken and your fingerprints and not like the paperwork, but you don't need to leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah so i think that's a not so quick summary of uh of my animation journey but it's a it's a really cool thing to see how everyone had different um journeys i think also another thing that it's good for people to apply because i see a lot of people worrying like oh what do i do i'm a student blah 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 but i remember when i was a student i I got when I at the same time that I got the Sony internship that I couldn't go to, I also got an internship for a studio in Ireland. And uh, that one, because it was like Ireland and not Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK, this one is its own country. That one was way easier for them to make me a visa for an internship, which was incredible. But also the internship cost, like the visa cost was like 200 euros. It was nothing. So they were like, yeah, we'll pay 200 euros. Like it was doable. So there's some countries where it's more accessible. I didn't end up going because I got other better opportunities in the end. So I just waited it out. But if I was desperate to get something and I wanted to just leave the country, that could have been an option for me. There's also other countries where it's probably easier depending on where you're from like i'm guessing i don't know i'm not from i don't know australia and new zealand but i'm guessing there are some partnerships like for example i'm pretty sure 
Nico, if you had wanted to come to Argentina to work or I wanted to go to um, Chile because of the Mercosur, it's, it's so not easy. that hard. You yeah. just cross the border. You literally but, cross the yeah. border. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So it all depends on where you're from. Uh, what, Like you're saying, you need to know what your options are. So you need to investigate because, again, we're telling our story, but each of our stories depend on our country. And also, like, for example, some people, uh, there is very common in Latin America if you have grandparents from somewhere in Europe, maybe you can get a citizenship through that. And then you can literally just go to Europe and work everywhere or get to countries where it's easier. I didn't have that option because I'm as European as they come from this white face. But unfortunately, I couldn't get anything because uh, the countries that they were from, my grandparents, were a bit tricky to get citizenship. So I'm stuck with just being Argentinian. Yay. So um, so we're going to go into some of the questions. Um, but first, Dan, do you want to do a quick intro on you? You're from the US, but you have your own experience. Hold on one second. Let me flip this. There we go. So yeah, I'm Daniel. So I guess I kind of have a relatively um, interesting story from a standpoint of someone who's not in LA or New York, <laughs> because I'm right in the smack dab of the US in Oklahoma, which has one very, very small VFX studio that does like lower than B quality movies. And so kind of my story is that I wanted to do animation. I thought about going to university. That didn't work out for me. I ended up going to Animation Mentor right after high school. Um, went through all the way to class five and then got hired at that small VFX studio for about six months. And it was, it was okay. It was very low budget, low quality animation, but it was the only option I had aside from having to move across the country, being a poor student. <laughs> have you, like, have what? you like thought about like doing freelance? I did. So after doing that small VFX studio, um, I went back to AM, went to class six, and then again, kind of to what y'all were talking about is making relationships. It wasn't through a mentor, but it was actually through a friend of a friend. It was actually Cynthia, I guess it was recommended an email she I got. Gave you the, I gave you the job. Yeah, you gave me <laughs> yes, the job. I sent this. I yeah. made you. <laughs> I made you. And I, you know, yeah, I, I basically, I had gotten an email from uh, Hunter saying, hey, yeah. we're looking for animators. Are you free? And I was working on uh, a jellyfish. Yep. And I said, no, but I have a friend who is. Yeah. Well, I actually forgot to apply, but Allison applied. And then she sent Hunter my reel. And that's how I got hired. And I, I worked on Cana Bridge of Spirits remotely for almost 15 months. And so after that, you know, COVID hit, which was kind of a lucky break for me because everyone started doing remote work. And so I was just able to, from there, just say, okay, I have this job. Now can I go look for something else that way I can start a new job before this one ends. And I just kind of did that and I bounced around. I did previs for a bit. Now I'm at Luma. Kind of just 
trying to take advantage of being able to work remotely for as long as I can, getting as much experience as I can. That way, by the time I actually have to go somewhere, I have a much easier time because my resume is a lot bigger. So kind of from my side of being, you know, two, 3,000 miles from a studio, <laughs> being able to work remotely is big for me because I don't exactly want to move because I have no idea how the pandemic's going to go, you know, all of that kind of thing. I'm trying to just, you know, get as much remote experience as I can. That way, whenever I do have to, I have a lot more options. So. Yes, but these times are very, very confusing. Um, yeah. Like, I, I know that, yes, I am supposed to go to Australia, but this is something nice that happened. Like, I know that, for example, Alex was talking like, yes, some studios don't want to wait, which is most studios don't want to wait because they need people now. But when I was contacted, they were like, they contacted me a few months, like a month or something ago. And they're like, we need people for April. I'm like, whoa, okay, you're dead. This is preparation. It was like, I don't know if it was because they thought, oh, the visa is going to take a lot of time or because of COVID, but I, I really appreciated how well prepared they are it's like we need someone for three years from now it felt like that but so yeah you never know what's going to happen because i don't know what what's the world going to be like um three months from now we don't know um so we do have some questions let me go um through some some i think we've kind of talked about them so i'm gonna read them out but probably we're already talked about it so someone asked if um, we don't have a bachelor's degree are we able to land a job in America or Europe for Europe at least the UK yes like you I don't know if you needed to present a degree for your application but I didn't no like for the, the application for me it's just like I, I made the whole application and at some point the home office sent me an email and was like do you have a proof that you're like working in industry as an animator so I just sent them a bunch of like uh, credits of movies that I worked on and the anime school that I'm teaching there and they were like okay this oh you needed to show proof they didn't yeah, ask that, me anything racism yeah oh uh, I don't know <laughs> it seems like it's like different for, for everybody so like yeah yeah but, each country has you know, different requirements but, yeah they didn't yeah, ask US, me yeah. I think for US is important but for Canada, you don't need to. I have several friends who went there without bachelor. But for US, I remember a friend couldn't get the same job at Blue Sky that I got because he was missing the bachelor into like to prove the extraordinary. So he couldn't get it. Like he got all the like interview and stuff and like, oh, unfortunately the visa is gonna be tricky to give you. So it depends depends on the case. Of course, if you don't have a bachelor but you have I don't know, uh, a prize from your country. I don't know, in Brazil, we have like Anima Mundi uh, Festival. If you won this festival as an animator, like an individual awards, then you don't need a bachelor. But you have something, you need something that is high. It's like, it pleases the eyes of the reviewer. Yeah, something that makes you stand out basically among all of the other applicants. Yeah. And why is it worth it for them to invest in bringing you here? And also they, they also need, it's not only for them, but they need to kind of convince the government of each country 
that they actually need you, then why don't you just hire someone from here? Like, why is this person so important? And, and that is what they put in the application documents. When you apply for a work permit, it is written, this person is highly skilled in this, 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 and his skills or her skills are going to be useful uh, to us because of this, this, and this. Um, and, that, and that really helps you stand out among all of the other uh, applicants for the yeah. solely for immigration purposes. Yeah, and even for immigration purposes, again, depending on the country, for example, for New Zealand, I was very close to actually getting a work permit, like a proper work permit, not just a working holiday visa. I didn't end up doing it because I chose not to. I chose, I, I, I would have had to stay working at a job that wasn't related to animation, so I chose not to. But the way that it would have worked, they had to, it was way easier, but the I basically, I did need to present uh my bachelor's degree just to show like i have an extra thing but the way that it worked was they had to post uh the job opening for a month and prove that they either had no applicants or the applicants that they got were not as skilled as i was so basically they had to prove there was no Obviously one in not. the country as good as me at that job which yeah, in the us is like that as well yeah. That's why when you see job openings like, oh, Pixar is hiring, sometimes they already hired someone international, but they need the job opening for like a month, two months, but this person's already on the process. Because mm. this happened at DreamWorks once, they opened the job, but they knew who they want to get in. I was from, from Europe, they didn't need a visa, so they didn't choose anyone from the website application. It was just because of their business, because they had to hire this person. But yeah. yeah, it's unfair because you apply getting the hope like oh job opening, but it's also how it works. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I want to read this question because like there's like a funny way of phrasing it that I really like, and I think it's a a nice way to also reply to it. So. The question is, I remember hearing that the biggest reason companies don't want to hire overseas is because they can hire someone in their own country and not have to bother with the extra costs, providing visas and whatnot. So my question is, how did you guys convince your ex employers that you were so good at animation that they absolutely had to hire you instead of someone who lives in the same country? As, as uh, it's, I'm assuming there's more to it than just being great at animation. Oh yeah, I love the convincing. Yeah, you have to be super cool, obviously. Wear a nice hat, first of all. Like oh, yeah. if you, if you like have Alex, a cap, like yeah. Alex and so you. I'm not good. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. Not good. They are. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So, we, yeah. We didn't get to that level yet, Nico. No, we eventually will yet. be promoted and a cap will arrive to our house. Like, and, first oh. is the beanie, then the hat, then the sombrero, yeah. and then Some... you move up from there, yeah. Exactly. Um, I think in terms of convincing, like for me, we were talking about networking before. For me, it was mm -hmm. about basically working really hard and that like people, if you work really hard and you're a nice person and you give back to the community and everything, people will notice you and things will come to you because hard work doesn't go unnoticed. So if you yeah, exactly. do that, yeah, exactly. It, and, and not just hard work, just thinking, oh, I'm doing this so I can get to the other thing. Just no. work hard to get better your at your craft. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, this yeah. like brings me to my like uh, something that I wanted to mention. Like 
a lot of like students, like uh, new animators, they get stuck into this point. How do I get the job? How do I get the visa? And this is the wrong way to see it. Like I like for me, I never thought about visas and never thought about like finding jobs. Like I remember like one time I watched this interview um, with this uh, the Breaking Bad actor. Can't remember his name. But what he said, what he said, like I just Walter remember. White. Yeah, Walter White. And <laughs> yeah, so he said something that just resonated with me and just like gave me this new like view on whole like thing about like finding jobs and getting visas and stuff your job as an animator like he said like as an actor he was like giving the advice to actors basically we're actors as well so he said your job as an animator is not to get the job okay when you go to an interview when you're like applying your job is to show your work and when you show your work whatever happens after that it's out of your control. So you don't have to think about it, okay? So all of like, you say like what, like Sin mentioned, like she had to go back and like mention it and like what happened to Nicholas as well, which is like, he had to inform them about the, the thing that they didn't know about it, which is like, he's being a lawyer and it's, it's super crazy. But all of that stuff, it's out of your control and you shouldn't think about it. What you should think about is your craft as an animator think about your work and focus on that for your work. And when you go apply, you just put it there and then you just exit and just go to the second, like go to the other, other, do other stuff. And there is actually, there is a power to that. And like, once you start to adopt this philosophy, you will be super busy and you'll be like, oh, I have to do this and focus on my stuff. So you don't have to think about all of the other stuff and it will start to happen. So you can see here, for example, like for Alex, he just like worked on his shot. He mentioned like, like every different, like all of the studios that contacted him because of that shot. Why? It's because he worked like, like he put like hard work on it. He made sure like it's super good. And he let like his work just do the speaking for him. And if you're really good, companies don't care where you're from. It could be like in like, um, where's like penguins are from? Like the South Pole or North Pole? And they will bring you because like the, the people are like at the, the top, they don't care. They're like, oh, that guy is good. Just bring him here. They don't care. You can like give him a boat or something and get him here to like US or Canada or the UK, whatever. And this is how I view it. Never like try to get the job. Try to focus on yourself and let your work do the thing. That's yeah, especially because yeah. you can get rejected, but for so many reasons that have nothing to do with visas or you or the job it's out of or your the, control yeah yeah i know i totally agree with what you're saying and another thing i wanted to add is like every time i got rejected from sony like three times i got rejected from dreamworks but all those places more than once and every time i get rejected i don't blame like oh it's the visa it's because i'm not there blah blah, blah. i just think i watched the movie like is my animation as good as better than this like can i really achieve this on my own and then I realized, like, no, what am I, like, who am I kidding? I'm not that good. Why, why do I want to, like, be mad at them for not hiring me? Am I worth to be there? Like, can I contribute something else that they cannot do when I watch the movie? I can't. I can at least learn something with them. Why they would hire me to teach me? I, I need to contribute to make the studio better. And another thing about, like, the impression, like, how to convince them, it's, like, 
I had done some really hard interviews and that's where you need to like really convince them. You just need to be like a nice person. Don't but you like, like in like in interviews, it's like when you get to this interview stage, you already got the job and they no, just want thought, to make sure you're not a crazy person. No, I thought that, but for DreamWorks Pixar and Riot, they are like very serious on the interview. Because I remember my first interview with DreamWorks, I was just like, oh, I got the job. Great. And then I was saying like, oh, and what, what I'm going to be working? And the guy's like, oh, no, no, we're in the interview. We don't even know if we're going to hire you or not. We're analyzing several other people. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, I need to. I and need the to thing here, like in the interview, you should like play it as if you like got the job. So you're like, you're like. Yeah, like, I mean, they are very, they're very tricky. It was like an hour and a half. And also it's like, interview. it's kind of, it's kind of like dating. So you should like never like do this thing where like you're, oh, I want this. So like, please choose me. Because if you show that energy, yeah. you're just gonna like, you make it really worse for but, you. So just play it, play it cool. And like, yeah, I love to work with you. And also I have different, I'm negotiating with different uh, studios as well. And yeah, yeah. Like being, being confident, careful. being confident, exactly. being nice, being respectful. Exactly. Um, it's basically an interview for animation, it's an interview for any other job. Like, I've had yeah. a lot of different types of jobs. Every job interview is a job interview, you, yeah. But and an hour and a half was your interview. Whoa, That's for Ryo, they had seven interviews, the total was like six hours. <laughs> and no, they asked like really hard questions for DreamWorks, for example, they asked me two really hard things that I can remember, several other ones, but one was like, what do you think it's bad at DreamWorks and how would you improve something here? And I was like, I don't know, it's everything is great on the animation, but you still need to like play it like you, you are going to contribute something. And the other one, they opened my shot specifically and they asked, why do you make this choice on this shot? And what was is the reason behind? They really go into like acting and all those things that we learn. So it's not just like, oh, my mentor told me. And you have to like really go into like your process. For that's Riot really as well, cool. they talk a lot about yeah, that's cool. yeah, they talk a lot about how you behave in the in the office. Like and they and they're really like put into the spot. They told me like, oh, we all get stressed and it's hard to deal with like a lot of work. Tell me an example that you got stressed and how you handled Burn that out. in your past. Yeah. And I was Burn like, out, yeah. oh, I, what if I never did? And he's like, no, everyone does it at some point. So tell me what you did and how Just did you- Just take a story or something. I come from, <laughs> from, from South American industry. So, and with, yeah. with that, you are good. Oh, but they, they are specific because I was like, yeah, because when I was working on this and the supervisor was like, wait, 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 when was this? What company? What project? And he was taking notes. And I was like, oh, okay. you're serious. <laughs> so That's some big companies, the interviews are a little tricky. At Pixar was also an hour and a half. And they were very picky, like more like animation question, which is fine. Like, oh, what is your approach? Like planning, blocking step and spline all those basic things but some like acting stuff that was also very interesting i, I can talk more in details at, at another time but that's how you're gonna present yourself and make like a good a good uh first impression because yeah. on the interview they do i remember dreamworks not hiring three people because of the interview and they were talented animators one of them was at disney and then 
they just didn't like the personality it didn't fit the company. yeah exactly yeah that's like the the reason why they have the interviews like they just like want to make yeah. sure that they have someone that would like fit with the their like culture yeah and, like everybody else is gonna like because you don't want to like get some like a jerk or something yeah, and like Shar is saying in the chat that she was told to treat interviews as though you're interviewing them to see if they're a good fit for you as well. Yeah, That's exactly. also true because yeah. maybe you end yeah. up like being in the interview and like, oh, I don't like the vibe. I've had an interview where I wasn't too sure about the vibe and I got the an offer for the shows. Like, no, thank you. I, I got yeah, exactly. something else because yeah, sometimes that doesn't fit with you either. I So far, my interviews... Those that I've had have been super chilled, relaxed, and very informal compared to yours. But yeah. I know that uh, they, you always need to be prepared for questions like that. Just... Yeah, I wasn't prepared for those interviews. And it gets you on the spot, so you need to just like play cool and like just try to just, just be yourself. And hopefully yourself is, is not it's as cool. Weird. It's good. <laughs> I think it, you don't pass like the interview is like don't feel bad if you don't pass it because sometimes it's not even up to you. You may have done like an incredible interview, but sometimes maybe your rate is higher than the other animator, or there's yeah. other things in play. Like I was like re rejected by Real Effects and by Micros, and I don't think that I had a bad interview. Maybe they didn't like me. I don't know, but they sent me an email saying this doesn't have anything to do with your background, your personality, with anything. There was something else that came into play at least that is what they said to me maybe like in my no back, it can like, happen oh, no that guy nicholas maybe. yeah i don't know but uh but yeah like, internal problems bad. in the in the job that you don't sure. know in the studio yeah yeah and also like you need to like put that energy in yourself like i'm currently now speaking with a couple of studios one from the us and one from france and i had like a studio that i had to turn uh down which is like in um i i suppose i'm not sure uh but like i'm totally prepared to like turn them all down if they're like if, if it's not a good fit and just go back to morocco or something and and just work on like something good on my shop that would like i would like like to work on it and let let that shop like speak for me and i know like once you put that like all of that energy in, into yourself is gonna do the, the work for you yeah um, also, Alex, uh, people want to know more about your interview process. Maybe if you're up to, we can do another stream about interviews and stuff like that, because I think it would be interesting. Pe I don't think people know that much about the whole yeah. process, so it could be. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. I've, cool. I've done a lot of interviews. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I think it's good 90 percent of them because I have just like. Yeah, that's jobs. how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> that, I love it when people are, I have friends who maybe get really sad when they get a rejection. I'm like, I collect them. Oh, I, I prefer really a rejection. For no, sure. I don't. I, cry. I, I prefer a rejection to <laughs> ghosting because some, I would rather them tell me no. And I'm like, oh, you think I'm not good enough for you? Oh yeah, I'm gonna show you how good I am. And then I get better. But oh, if no, I don't I get anything. It gives you closure <laughs> too. But when you're always like waiting for that answer to come, it's like very yeah. like, nerve-wracking because you're you're waiting for the answer. You're still like hanging on the hope that they might yeah. reply back to you. So it's best yeah. when they tell you no, okay, I can move forward, I can keep working on new shots. Uh, or you know that that door is closed for now, but you you're not like waiting for that miracle to happen. You can just keep on moving. Yeah, and rejections yeah. honestly are so 
they're not that important. I got a rejection a few months, like last month, for a studio I applied to in February, and I didn't even remember applying yeah, because exactly. I applied to so many, and pretty much 99% of the places I applied to rejected me. It's just yeah, exactly. the one that it's the only one that matters. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, like I remember, like when I started off, rejections used to be like, oh my god, this is so bad, and like I'm sad and things like that. But now, exactly like you said, I'm like. I get like like a rejection. I'm like, did I actually reply to this video? I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I like I like getting the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <obviously. laughs> If I got the job, every job that I applied to, I also be happy. Like when you get like. I have some friends who are like, yeah, I'm not sure because I applied to these three places and they all want me. How lucky. That happened as well. It's hard when you need to reject a place that you want to work. For yeah, me, it was really yeah. hard to leave the really sky yeah. to go to DreamWorks. And for me, it was really hard to reject some places to, to accept the Riot Games job. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is also, it's like the other side of the coin because they did an interview, they're waiting for an answer, they give you the offer. And you're like, ah, I don't want to say no, but I can't. So. Yeah, exactly. That's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, one of the questions that we have that I think it's kind of important. Uh, do you have any advice for networking if you're more introverted, especially when you, like, their workload gets heavy, they're at class or at work, um, it's like hard to stay in contact with people? No, it's like so, I'm gonna like... talk a little bit because I need to leave now. I have yeah, another for sure. Appointment. So yeah, you. just just yeah, Sin is gonna kill the members. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you're allowed. If you're an introvert, I mean I feel like the animators, at least 60-70% of them are introvert that I've known. So just and especially when work is like getting like a lot of workload, it's hard to interact with everyone. So just try to be nice, try to be a little active, posting your work or, or asking for feedback or giving feedback. You don't need to be like super friends with everyone. It's hard, it's tiring for some people just to talk with other people and I understand how it can be. But just try to like be present whenever someone posts something, you try, try to comment, try to be around so people at least remember like that you're there and then your work just like make up on your work because if you're not very extrovert and very nice to everyone people are gonna remember less you if your work is not standing out as well so just like focus on your work and try to be present and try to like talk to people not not everyone you don't need to be friends with everyone it's it's very tiring to talk to a lot of people <laughs> but cool well that's it for me guys thank you so much for for inviting I'll come back Thank again you for talk coming. about interviews and talking yes. about whatever else people ask. And, and get, we'll so one day we need to get you as a guest uh, feedback giver. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just just send me the stuff and I'll do my bad drovers. <laughs> right. Have a good one. Thank you so much for coming. Bye. Bye. We're going to switch Bye, over and then we'll switch back real quick. I need to oh. like, fix the layout. Okay. Your name yeah. is Alex now, Ab. <laughs> I'm Let Alex again. That's good. Yeah, everybody loves my shot. Like I, I remember, like working on uh, Navia Walls, 
like where the girl was like standing and singing and it's so it was good. super it's so good i know it's so good i'm so We're back. I think it's better than any show that i've done in theater yeah <laughs> also yes it's so like, inspiring yeah like yeah, attention so to inspiring. details and the fact that it doesn't have any dialogue whatsoever it's just like subtle i think that's why subtext. it's good that's yeah. why it's good like i'm like a big fan of pantomime uh, I yeah. I don't I don't like doing like working on like uh, dialogues because usually the actors take most of the credit. So like people when they see the animation is beautiful, it's like oh the actor is so good and like that. So takes the credit. But like if you like uh, you do pantomime, like especially if a character doesn't talk, and you like make it super good, super like um, people loves it. People will start to ask who made that. And you can get the credit, all of the credit for yourself. That's why yeah. I love Quantum Line. So I have a few other questions that um, we can talk about. Uh, sure. But I wanted to give my two cents also on the how to network when you're introverted. Like I think that a lot of people, when they see me, they think that I'm very extroverted, that I'm not shy. That's usually the vibe that I get when I meet people, especially in person. They think, wow, I'm actually very introverted. I'm shy. And it took me a long time to get Learn. to where I am right now. I used to even, I have a friend who we used to do Skype calls back in the day and I couldn't even speak in front of the camera. That's how shy I was. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So my recommendation for anyone who's struggling with this and struggling with um, networking is literally Nike. Just do it. Just do it. You know that do gift. It. Do it. Just do it. Do because on yeah. yeah. <laughs> because honestly, it's the that fear that you may have internally, even if you don't understand that it's a fear that you have. Um, it's it's irrational. Effect. Yeah, it's irrational. And the more you do it, the less hard it's going to How, be. So yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. So for example, for me, going to animation mentor, uh, showing, having to show my reference to people and people's actually seeing my, my body moving on video, talking with people on camera. And for example, if you're studying, let's say your class ended, maybe stay online for a few more minutes and chat with those people, create a if discord there, group. Of yeah, of course. I mean, don't talk alone to yourself. That's kind of hard and weird but for example how did i met dan uh i created uh when i my journey through am is not very straightforward i had skipped the class went straight to class two you skipped you uh, skipped the class yeah because i already knew animation I class a little bit as well no but hang class on because then then i learned from what nico did so i skipped the class did class two went to class three and i ended up class two with a really nice grade but when I went to class three, I was like, I don't know how to animate. Oh, I, really? And I, I had anxiety attacks. Oh, wow. And yeah, I literally quit animation, quit AM. And after a year, I because I told AM, keep my money. I might use it. Keep my money and I will come back. And yeah. so I came back and I was like, you know what? Like Nico said, I think I know what I'm doing. I don't. Let's go back to class one. And when I went through AM the first time, I didn't have friends at AM, 
nobody I was like the same was Alex was saying I wasn't talking with anyone I when I went to the group meetups I wouldn't really maybe show to give feedback or we didn't wouldn't give feedback my feedback myself so this time I was like you know what I'm gonna do it better this time I'm gonna force people into friendship so oh, I really? started creating oh my I god created, I feel sorry with those guys friends oh my god like I created Facebook groups yeah. yeah I created Facebook groups and I invited everyone from class every single day. I would message, not every single day, like every week I would message people from my class and be like, hey, I have this Facebook group in case you want to join. And the group got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it started having people from other classes like Dan. Dan was a few classes um, after me. And we started having kind of like even this weird family dynamic. And that's how I started getting into more an easy networking and an easy uh, way of dealing with all of this in, like introvert persona that I have because I figured out, okay, what's my easy way to uh, communicate with people online? I prefer online than in person because in person, I struggle. I am very shy. Like in person, like in online, you can like just close the camera and you'll be done. But in yeah. real life, you have like oh i can't like just disappear now so yeah and if, it, online you can type and then delete if you're like oh i'm not sure so find whatever works best for you is it yeah like texting on discord is it on video chat is it in person and promote that to yourself it's like oh okay there's this discord group for i don't know anime school i'm gonna join it and be there be present read what they are and reply and just Basically, it's like 101 how to make friends. It's just talking about things you like. Oh, did you watch that TV show? And that's networking. Which it's not show? just making uh, Dirk Gently. Oh, I recommend I it. Actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically uh, just try to have things in common and make friends. Networking is not, I'm going to be friends with you because you can get me a job. No, I'm not friends really with. Bad with people because they can get me a job because even one of my mentors um, is working at a studio where I was going to apply and my friends were like oh why don't you message them and so they can send you a reel I was like I'm not friends with them because I want them to like I know I could have and he would have but I was like that's not the relationship I have with them I don't want that relationship I want the relationship of like but i was like hey if you ever want to work anywhere that i am just like tell me and i will send you a real life even like a few weeks ago i met someone online on instagram and i thought wow your work is so good you're in australia let me send your reel to animal logic and they got the job so it's become friends not because you need something from them but genuinely become friends and yes sometimes you can't speak with them all the time because you're working that's why texting on discord is easy because maybe you have five times you read something in the chat you type it out like dan he has like from that group that we had he formed his own group and he has that dynamic where they stay up until 5 a.m when i tell them that they shouldn't because they are going to work the next day but fine because i'm the mother oh wow really like do you guys like sleep at all no. No. So, <laughs> no, the oh, other wow. day you were at like so if, it was yeah, just send it me, was send me to this corner as well. I think I'll kill you guys. This sounds fun. So, yeah. Yes, I'm sure it's fun, but they have to work the next day. <laughs> That's Who why cares? we have coffee. Who cares about work? 
exactly. For me, like, though, like, for it's... Oh, I was going to yeah, say, go for me, though, it's like, I was kind of in the same of, like, I was homeschooled growing up, so, like, I didn't have a lot of friends, in-person interaction. So going to AM and talking to people over internet, like I was fairly used to at that point talking to people in person, but talking to people over the internet was very new for me. And it was very, very hard. Like I was so self-conscious if someone was in the room with me, I would not talk on Zoom because it felt weird that I was talking to a computer. But the thing that finally, you know, overcame it for me is that I'm a little more on the extroverted side and I wanted to make friends. But also kind of what Sim was saying is you have to change your perspective of you can't think, oh, I'm going to talk to this person because they may help me in the future. You have to be like, I want to help you. So let, let's talk to you. Let's be friends. That way I can tell you what I know and you can tell me what you know. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be on a everyday basis, weekly basis. I, I tend to keep yeah. my friend group like... I have the people I talk to every day. I have people I talk to every week. I have people I talk to every, like I have different levels of like how close uh, your friend them, group yeah. like is. Tiers but, of friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's people you're tiers really comfortable with. I'm in with. tier one because I'm I'm your mother. Yeah. Your AM uh, mother. Well, that's where it gets so. weird though because you're AM mom, but there's a bunch of people who refer to us as our, their AM parents. So it's alternate dimensions. You know. I know it's very weird, <laughs> and your father is always missing. I need to talk with him. <laughs> yeah, we need to get AM father on the stream. <laughs> yeah, that would be a very interesting, very interesting stream. Yeah, especially because this this person, one time he was on us with us on a call and. Like the lighting was super weird, and he looked super creepy because it was super dark. Oh but yeah, it was like a light. the lighting from the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. and so it was just pure like shadow. Yeah, it, it looks like so one weird. of those like uh, like uh, witness protection. Yeah, you have like two. That's being too <laughs> kind. It was. It looked like something worse. Yeah. Okay. But, I, I don't um, think it, it would be bad, bad, like worse than my lighting. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's good. I mean, even people can hear you. Yeah, even stuff like that is like fun and makes animation so much easier. Is having the in jokes and maybe there's a joke made about your shot, and every time you animate that part of the shot, it makes you laugh, and you animate better because you're not stressing. Like having friends to go through animation with is so important. Like I understand like more introverted people wanting their alone time, but if you can make time to at least share some of your journey with other people, yeah. it makes it so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, for me, like, uh, like as an introvert, introvert person, like, it was definitely more difficult, very difficult for me at the start as well. And, like, I see, like, the keyword that uh, Sin mentioned was, like, just do it over and over and over, and it gets easier with time. And for me, one of the ways to, like, get, like, this friendship and things without, like, going there and presenting myself was to try to be really good so like like so most of the times i would like post my, put my shot and the the instructor or like the mentor would like see my work and be like oh this is really good oh that's great and the people from the class would be coming to me and be like oh that's great and then i'll start that conversation and turn it into friendship and yeah sometimes i'll be like yeah I, like what you mentioned that dan which is like trying to help other uh mm-hmm. students 
and like I had like a friend I was like okay I'll just do drawers for him and like he showed it and the instructor like he was like struggling with his shot over and over and getting the same note again and again and I sent him this drawer and he did it and it's like the instructor was like oh this is looking great so this like become a, like a really close friend so he came back to me and like that was super helpful yeah. and like after that you start to build this like special bonds with certain people and these people will will get you know will will have your back but so whenever whenever like you need something they'll try to help you they're like why are you still there why don't you just like come work with me here in the studio yeah and it's super good it's super yeah. nice and it's, the main thing is you, you need to be nice if you're not a nice person this is like animation is not and word travels fast. Yeah, the industry is super small. Yep. You meet uh, the same people over and over. Yeah, and even like events like Nico was talking before about CTN. Like Nico and I were talking before, but I think we started talking more even at CTN because we yeah. were there. Um, and like, for example, when we were at CTN, we decided how can we do this cheap? Oh, let's book up an Airbnb that fits 20 people. So there were 19 oh, of it us. Was, it was madness. <laughs> oh, wow. But it yeah. worked. That must be super fun, I guess. It was so it was really fun. It was really I, great, yeah. I miss it so much. And we made really good friends there. Like, um, I already knew some of the people there, but I became better friends after yeah. being there. Or also make friends because, like, Nico and I, is we have an, an extra bond because of where we're from. We even have a chat group with another friend from Argentina, which I should actually message him. I haven't messaged him yeah. in a while. <laughs> like, where, is he alive? And it's like, I, th I think he is. He yeah, is. it's yeah. like, oh, the people from the South. And we were talking because it was us from like the yeah. three and from AM from the South. And also we, we always bonded over getting like re rejected because of immigration things. So it's yeah. like, okay, another one. <laughs> And then whenever one of us got like a job overseas, it was like okay, one like we are like like the score is one to us and zero to immigration now. So like the score yeah. is getting like, like uneven now, <laughs> but favoring us. Exactly, but we we have so like and we're also like oh another rejection. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that's something that you also can do. And someone was saying. Um, co contacting mentors after the ter term is over feels so awkward. I think we can all talk about this, Dan, as well. Um, I know you, you're a mentor, but for me, I talk to my mentors during the term. I don't like wait until the end and then I start messaging them. I start talking with them as I go and yeah. slowly build that relationship. It's not like suddenly one day to another, oh, now I'm going to befriend you. Because for it's me, that like, doesn't feel natural. Like any yeah, relationship, yeah. like you have to nurture it over time. You're yeah. not going to ask someone to be like your significant other after the first date or without <laughs> even knowing them. It's like, yeah, you need to build that bond first. And yeah, it's the exactly, same like yeah. with, your, with your mentors. Like if you are putting in the work and if you're showing up and you're talking to them every week, they start noticing you. They start noticing your hard work, your dedication and everything. And, uh, and that carries over. And then, and I want to share like something a little like very very, very quick that also helped me to um, like to who it's something that made me click and reassure that I needed to come here because when I was working in Chile at this uh, animation studio like the big one 
I I was like kind of um, I was feeling that it was okay to stay there. And then I wanted to keep on learning. So I reached out to the animation god, Sean Sexton. And um, because uh, I remember that he was teaching like a um, flight school workshop, something like that. Like he was teaching how to animate dragons and things like that. And for that first uh, session that I had with him, I had put together a very small reel with some of the works or some of the things that I had animated in the like for the past year. And I was very proud of them. And I showed it to him and he was very nice at first. He said to me, I mean, it's really nice working with, with you again, Nico and all that. Uh, I'm really happy that you're animating more, that you're doing this, but okay, let's uh, get down to your reel. You have problems with this, 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 this and that. And that was really nice because it was like, like the same relationship hadn't changed. He was still like a mentor to me and, um, but also it was really sweet because he cared. And then afterwards I had like, like another, um, I was uh, struggling with a shot on my current studio at the beginning of the year, which is funny because I was animating like a flying creature again. So I messaged him and then we did like another session and I showed him like the shot that I was doing and he helped me do that. And then he messaged me afterwards, hey Nico, how did the shot go? And he was like really, like you could really see that he cared about me. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. I tried to do the same thing with my students. Uh, usually, when I finish the class, I send them my my email, and I I'm, I ask them like, so if you guys like need feedback on on your reels and you need like help or something, feel free to message me. And like basically 95 percent don't message you because like only those that work really hard that care. So I only like you, like the the best students that I have usually like message me, and it's 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 so good like seeing the progress. Like I I remember like I had one student from class one a year back, and she was really good from class one, and she would ask me about advice in like the industry, and I just like I try to help because when you see that passion, you like you try to do your best to like to help them, and. Like just after a year, she like sent me like her, her work, and she told me that all of the foundations that I like uh, that I like taught her like was super helpful to build that like strong, like like strong foundation there. And she showed me her work, which is in, in class four, which is pantomime stuff. And it was super good. Like I just like okay, this is really good. I can only imagine how her work is gonna look in final class. She's probably gonna be way better than me, which is like and like. That, that that thing like for me when i see someone like uh, an animator that is, that is way better than me and like in his work i'm like oh no i need to go better and just like no, I, I can't but if like my students just like i see his progress and I, I see like their progress and where they start from and then they become really good and way better than me i feel super happy i'm like this is so good and i i i want them to just keep going it's just like a proud parent to, yeah, exactly. So like, it just like, it's like that feeling is super good. So like all of the help. So, and sometimes like if I have like a, like a, like a, if I see their work is really good, I can like talk, start to recommend them. But the only thing I would say is like for those that want to connect with their mentor is like try to ask for feedback and just keep that hard work. And if there is something, they will be the people that will like get, like give you like a, opportunities but don't try to not like 
ask for like, oh, is there a word? Unless yeah, you yeah. have, unless you really have like a certain like a relationship with them as a friend or something like that, then yeah. that's what they really ask. Or ask for advice. Like I, yeah, exactly. uh, I've connected with a lot of my mentors through advice. I was like, oh, I, or like, mm, I'm looking for a job and I'm thinking, I don't know, I need to be better at cartoony. Do you have any tips on what I could do to get better? Like, not just, ooh, are they hiring in your studio? I, I one of my mentors, yeah. I even, I, th I don't think I've ever talked with them about jobs. We usually talk about her Halloween decorations. Oh, cool. That's great. That's, so... the, best. that's, the, yeah, that's the best time of like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, that's, one thing that I was going to say is it's like from both sides being a student and also teaching other people, you can tell if people are talking to you just to get something from you. And that becomes exactly. very draining as someone who wants who people talk to ask for help, could feedback, whatever. Like anytime somebody asks, like I'm more than happy to help out. But if it seems like they're doing it just to get something from you, then it becomes a lot more draining. And then with talking to mentors, like, there's certain mentors that I talk to all the time. Like, you know, Sean is really good friend. Like I took him for four terms and best mentor I've ever had. There's other mentors that I had that were great, but they, you know, there's that mentor student wall sometimes. And then there's other ones that you just don't like personalities just don't click. Like you like them. They're great people, but you just don't talk a lot because, you know, you have to treat it just like with other people of like, there's people you're really good friends with, there's people that you're not. And the main thing is, you know, ask them how their day is, you know, don't just be like, hey, yeah. feedback, give me stuff, right? You know, be like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Like, how's work going? Like, hope, you know, how are the kids doing? And like, all that kind of like, ask them how they are and be genuinely interested in how they are. Don't just approach them being like, give me things. <laughs> <laughs> and that also goes for um, just talking with anyone in general, just talking with uh, other animators. I'm a bit upset sometimes because I get messages on Instagram. They don't even say hi. They don't even say, how are you? Literally, I have one feedback. person who... No, not feed. No, no, no. Oh. They it's always me. mess... Yeah, they always message. Is Axis hiring? Oh Is Jellyfish oh hiring? I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. And first, you didn't even say hello. You didn't ask me, how are you? How is your job doing? I reply because I, I believe in being kind to everyone, regardless of how they treat me. But I don't like how they're treating me because it's like, I'm not your recruiter. I'm not your personal recruiter. I'm a person. And I also don't have to reply to you if I don't want to. So you be be nice to people, be kind, ask them how they are, like Danny's saying. I like how like you're getting yeah. very angry. Because I am, <laughs> oh, because this like... person, like a few months ago, they messaged me, like, are they hiring access? And I'm like, hello? <laughs> oh, and I look back through my previous messages because I was like, maybe I know this person and I just forgot. And I look and all the comment, all the messages the that I got before were, are they hiring a jellyfish? Oh. Are they hiring here? Are they hiring? Like, yeah. Oh my God. Dude, I'm a person too. Right after, like, right after Kana dropped, like I was getting like so many messages on LinkedIn, like is Ember Lab hiring? Are you guys hiring? I love Kana. Like not even like, hi, how are you? It's just, are they hiring? Please recommend me. I want to be a job in games animation. It's like, yeah. No. 
like I understand the the feeling because when I wanted to be an animator, I was also wanting to get everything, but I never had that thing of begging yeah. people because like uh, Alex was saying as well, and you guys were saying, your work needs to speak for itself. Yep. If it's not good enough, like you are, you were saying, if it's not good, you're not gonna, and we had a question here that was, can I still get hired if I'm unexperienced, still studying, have weak shots in my reel? Abroad, most probably not. I'm sorry, I'm gonna be 100% honest, no. No, I think you, need you can to get something. How? I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no. The thing is, like, because yeah. I tried. <laughs> like, uh, think of it as if you change like the like shots for anything. That would you be able to get a job at any industry if you don't have the experience? I, I mean, maybe if you are unexperienced and you're still studying, yes, for sure, for an entry level like position, you can get it. But if you yourself think that your shots are weak. I mean, there is some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like the imposter syndrome is in every one of us, but at the same time, I know. Like, me, I, I like, I, I like, I stopped it, so like, I don't have it. You anymore. stopped it? Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, I don't care. Like one thing is like, I'm, I'm super mad about Sam. She said like, oh, Ayub is one of the best people at Axis. Please take out the one of the best. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, you know why? Because I do have someone that is the best and you really no, no one uh, can now compare. Now you're not going to be my friend anymore. So, okay. No, like, okay. you are going to agree. It's Nick. Cynthia Lucy. Oh, I know. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's this so, guy Nick, called Nick. Yeah, he, he's really good. He's the he's he's just the best. I'm sorry. He is the okay. best. I, I'll be I'll be the, the second. You'll be the second. The second best. Okay. The second okay. I'll take that. Nick is actually really good. So I'm just gonna Nick, give him. Nick that. is too good for us. Too good yeah, for the exactly. world. He, yeah, exactly. Um, there wasn't. Yeah, Nick Giorgio. Uh, Nick Shu 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 Shu. Giorgio. Gorgeous. Yeah, he's, yeah. He has a really nice beard. So like. Yeah. He, he also has, like, if you see him, it, it's like a very scary vibe because he's nice. shaved, he has the beard, he looks tough, and then you start talking with him and he's a marshmallow. Super. He's, like, the yeah, nicest exactly. person. He's really nice, yeah. <laughs> I got, me and him, we got to access the same day. And, like, we, like, uh, we got, like, we were, like, okay, we were pals because we didn't know what the heck to do because... The project was all of, all over the place, and we get we had to know how to use stuff. So it was super nice as well. Yeah. Yeah, and also he's super humble. You tell him, Nick, that shot was really good. No, it's terrible. Everything I do is yeah, horrible. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we had a really interesting question. Um, have there been any big cultural shocks or misunderstandings that you've had to get through when working abroad? culture shock like for me my culture shock was when i was living in morocco when i got here i felt like i was in home at home because <laughs> i was like yeah this is great like yeah yeah you get like uh, once you like get to a new country new culture if you're like 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 used to like uh, the the whole like industry and everything feels like you feel, feels like at home feels natural and it depends on your like uh, culture so if you're like more traditional and you're not like uh, that you, you could definitely like see some stuff for me it's more like the food the food is super different so i'm like i have to try different brands of like juice i'm like 
okay, so every time I tried juice, I'm like, oh, this should be good. I try it, and it's super bad. So I went one time, and I was like, uh, it's, it's the, the, the boss also said, it's, it's just juice. And I'm like, okay, so this must taste like it's just juice. And I try it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is bad. But the food, <laughs> you get used to it. You get used to For it. Sure. So like, yeah. yeah. For me, it, for me, it wasn't that much like for animation since it's pretty much the same all over the world, like working at MPC wasn't really that different from working at my other studio. The only difference was like the magnitude, like it was, it was kind of funny because the moment that I walked into that animation floor, I saw 90 people there and they were all animators. And just that floor alone was three times bigger than the whole size of my previous studio. But other than that, like I when I when I was looking for an apartment here, um, you know, in Chile and in Argentina and in all South American countries, the way that you greet people is either with a hug or with a kiss on the cheek. And then I was like leaning for, for the kiss and people were like, what are you doing with this my personal oh. space? Get away from me. <laughs> and now like I don't think that I'm ever gonna reach for the keys ever again like I'm well with, and with and with COVID and everything like I ended up liking like keeping my distance with people so when I go back there I'm going to be like please stay two meters away from so me. So weird when you go back I, what happened to me when I went back after a year in New Zealand people would come to me to kiss me on the cheek and I was like stay away because I was so used to and I was like hi everyone yeah, and they're like wow rude. I know yeah Wow. It's so weird. I think that's the biggest cultural shock that it depends on, um, like you're saying, where you come from. Nico and I come from very similar cultures, but the food, oh my God, I miss so many things. And even the, like, the taste of, I don't know. Bread. E eggs, bread, yeah. fruit. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a hit, a hit and miss. So like some stuff is like, oh, it's great. And some stuff, oh my God, this is not what it is, what it is supposed to taste like. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me personally, I've always been a fan of England. I've been wanting to live in England since I was eight. No joke. When I was eight, I was like, I want to move to England. Of course, I couldn't, but now I'm here. So I was so ready. I was like, my body is ready for this. <laughs> uh, so I didn't have a really big cultural shock because in my brain, I was already British. <laughs> so... Yes, uh, and I also couldn't work in the studio for too long because then pandemic, so yeah. I don't really have that much to compare. Uh, and most of my friends are not even British. So be like, I usually hang out with two Portuguese and an Italian and a German. Like <laughs> most That's of them Marianne. are not. Yeah, she's, she's super German. <laughs> like there, yeah. and like none of you, like Dan is from the US. So if we go to this, like out of the four of us, he's the only one from there. So yeah. yeah. Um, oh, if, apparently like, Aaron is saying that if we like is, Asian food, we'll, we would love Vancouver. That's good to know. Uh, is, 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 like, I just saw, saw the chat. Is, is Aaron there on the chat? Yeah. Hello, Aaron. How are you? <laughs> he was working with us for like a couple of months and just went, went away. Yeah, yeah, like he was like, oh, I have a better well. opportunity and <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving for something better. <laughs> I mean, well done. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Um, Hopefully, Axis yeah. is not seeing this interview. <laughs> but I mean, come on. It, like, he went to a way better place regardless of where you were. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
it, it's not even about access. Um, access is a really nice company to work for. They're very nice. Like, yeah, super. Yeah. Um, so I think we have a few more questions to go through. But some of them are very different, very similar. So I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, but one of them asked, what would you recommend students do right after they finish their animation school, AM, anime school, whatever? Uh, should they keep polishing their school shots, start new ones, some, or is there something else to do? In my experience, what I did um, after AM, um, I took a small workshop at uh, Anime Squad, and then after that, I tried to work in my local industry. I worked uh, at, like, at it for about a year before landing my job here. And I think that was really helpful because AM does give you the tools to really like polish up your shots and all that. But having the chance to work uh, within a team and all that, uh, that gives you some other tools that AM doesn't give you. Like you need to know how to work on a schedule. You need to know how to address comments that come from the client. You need to be able to have your mind, like to have an open mind in relation to changes that might come your way. Sometimes you're working on a shot, maybe you're working on a, on a spot or whatever. And then like, if there's one thing that happened to me, uh, we were working on the, so I was hired to, to, to animate one project and then they changed me to another one. But it wasn't using Maya, it was using Cinema 4D. So for that shot, so for, for that commercial, I had to learn how to use Cinema 4D first, work with super slow rigs, and then with an animation style that I wasn't really familiar with. And then we had like meetings with the clients and everything, because the way that when you work in advertising is you have like the client and then you have, or at least how they do it in Chile, you have like the client, okay? So this was for a trash bag company. So they had like a creative team this creative team reached out to an advertising agency. And the advertising agency reached out to us to um, take care of the animation uh, steps or whatever that needed to be done for that. Um, and, uh, and all of our meetings was with the agency. And then uh, one day before launch, we had a meeting with the creative team. The creative team approved it, but they didn't show it to the client. They didn't show it to the owner of the company. So we um, turned in like the final project. It was also, this was for Teleton scene. It was like for a big charity event that happens every other year in Chile where like people go and they give like money to, to charity to help people who are like uh, disabled kind of thing. So with yeah, that no, money, no, not a small thing. No, it's a, it's a very big thing with that money. They build hospitals, they help people to buy like uh, prosthetics and things like that it's it's a very big thing and uh and like the profits like if you buy i don't know one candy like that same dollar goes for charity and things like that so uh we were doing that and um the owner saw the commercial like the final product the very same day of launch and he didn't like it he didn't like it so the, the, my my commercial was on air for a week and then they took it out and they replaced it for the one that they had done for two years ago. Uh, and then, and that really hurts you. And that really hurts you because it's your work, uh, but you need to be, but that really like, that prepares you for what the actual industry is, for what actually happens. So in the show that I'm working now, there have been sequences who have been like fully animated 
rendered and everything that got scraped out because like the script changed and there's nothing you can do about it. Like at least for the commercial, I can show it, I can put it in, like in the reel, but for sequences that are never going to see like the light, you, you can't show them. I mean, you, you can, but you know that you're playing with fire there because of uh, NDAs and those kind of things. Uh, so I would say that try and find a job in your local industry and then gather that, that experience, put yourself to the test, see how you perform uh, within teams, see how it is like having colleagues, like, I don't know, um, having other people look at your work, having feedback from other departments, adapting your work to other departments. Like sometimes when you're working, I mean, not sometimes, every time that you're working, like at least in feature and when I was doing VFX as well, after you're done with your shot, you have to go through the, through the steps of, um, what's it called, like quality check or technical check kind of things that you need to make sure that everything, like the contacts are happening like perfectly, that nothing is going through. Uh, for then for CFX that uh, when they simulate the, like the clothing of the character, uh, you can have like a polygon going through because then like the clothes explode. So you, you need to make sure that that works. You're not working on a, on a personal project where you can get away with that. You need to keep in mind that there's, that, you, that you're working for a team. It's teamwork, right? Teamwork makes the dream work. And that's why your work then goes to another department downstream and they have to deal with your things. And then there's another department that pick up on what they did. So um, it's like, um, it's kind of a community, right? And you need to be prepared for that. So by doing that on a small scale, you'll be ready to tackle on bigger things later on when you when you get hired, not if, because you're gonna get hired. If you do the right things, you're gonna get hired and you're gonna be prepared for that when that happens. I agree. When I finished AM, I was, I was very lucky in terms of my, when I got hired abroad, but my original plan was, okay, I'm going to send my reel. I actually did. I sent my reel to a lot of studios in my country and I was like, okay, I'm going to get ex as much experience as I can until like I am uh, good enough and I have enough experience for a studio abroad to be like, oh, okay, now we can hire you because you have what we need, not only in terms of reel, because sometimes they see your experience and they're like, oh, no, you're too junior, even if your work is really good. So it's like, don't be afraid of, like, don't dismiss your own country just because the industry is not good enough for what yeah. you're aspiring to be. Like Nico is saying, getting the work, like for me, I also, I'm, I'm, I didn't get into the animation industry as soon as I finished high school. So I already also had a lot of experience in terms of working with team, teams, leading teams, and all of that also helps when you, how to approach a job, how to approach job interviews that we were talking about before. All of that, the sooner you can get into that, the easier your life is going to be. And for There's me, one, it's... it's oh, oh, go, go, go ahead. ahead I was gonna say it's okay, all... So Oh, go ahead. <laughs> what have you guys need to do? No, you go. So no, long. you go. Go ahead. Please go ahead, sir. No, you can go ahead and then I can do something. Okay. Well, what I was going to say is a lot of it for me is there's a saying, it's like miles on the pencil, which was a 2D phrase, but it goes the same for 3D is it's like, what you do in a school is very different than what you're going to be doing in the industry. And what I found is immediately going to a very fast studio where I was doing 800 frames a day of very low quality animation. 
there was like, this is how I block a shot in school. This is how I animated a shot in work. And the longer I did it professionally, the more those two came together. together. And my school shots became 10 times more efficient. And my work shots were finally getting the quality that I was doing in school, even though I wasn't getting the amount of reviews I was getting in school and the amount of amazing feedback from world-class animators. The more I did just shot after shot after shot after shot, the more I was like, hey, this is how you fix gimbal lock in two minutes. And a school shot, that would have taken me six hours. And like, oh, Take it to a rotation. Yeah, exactly. That's where <laughs> I learned all of that stuff. Everything I teach in the stream was stuff that I learned just pounding my head against a wall, animating 800 frames a day. And just doing that, it, it, it just makes you a way better animator. You know, I see people that go into big studios right out of the gate. And they do great work, but they're very, very, very slow. And that doesn't work for 90% of studios. Like the big studios, you can take a long time. Smaller studios, you can't do it that way. So it's like, I, I feel like animating fast first and then taking that and building quality on it is really, really important. Nico, you had okay, something yeah. to say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did, yeah. So this ties up really well with um, what Dan was, 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 was saying about like, yeah, some some people right out of, right out of the gate land a job in a big studio, but also um, I've been thinking about this for a long time now. And is usually when you're right out of school, you say, "Oh, I want Pixar, I want Disney, I want DreamWorks. Those are the studios I want to work for." But then once you start working in the industry, you realize that um, I mean, it's great to be there, but Please, please, and I can't stress this enough, do not make like the studio, like the journey itself. Like it's great, like make this make the studios part of your journey, but don't don't make it the journey itself. Because when you get there, okay, what's left? What's afterwards? And if you never make it there, you're going to be a really sad person. So enjoy the ride. And you don't know, like those smaller studios, they are great as well. And if you happen to to land a job at Disney, it's great for you, but you have to have like another plan because even animators, I don't know, like imagine like all of those people who were working at Blue Sky, they like, and then a studio can close like this, just like this. And then like, it's not like, just because you're working at a big studio doesn't mean that you're just, that your life you is made completely it. figured it out. Yeah. I mean, you kind of made it. Okay. But, um, but I know people who left Disney, who yeah. left DreamWorks, who, who left, left Pixar, Pixar not yeah. because they were fired, because they were like, I didn't like it, I didn't like the culture, or I learned everything that I could and now I'm moving on to other better things. The studio is not the end goal, because like you're saying, once yeah. you get there, are you really happy now? Yeah. Are you? And like? Imagine if you spent all of your energy and everything, okay, so I didn't have social life, I didn't have any interactions with people, I didn't build like like bonds with other people, I neglected my mental health, I neglected my, I don't know, I didn't work out, I'm not, and, and, the, and your only goal was to get there, then yeah, you get there, but maybe you didn't pay that much attention to all of the other aspects of your life that needed that attention as well so it's like the same as when you're playing like a role-playing game and you throw like the dice and then you assign the stats to each 
like assign like values to each of the stats. If you're like a glass cannon, right? If you have all of your points to strength, yeah, you can be like super like strong. But then if you have to do, I don't know, like an intelligence kind of uh, task, you're going to you're not gonna pass it. Yep. This is like a very nerdy example, but I think that everyone get here gets it. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to put like all of your eggs in the same basket in that way. Like we are like integral professionals and uh, and because of that it's good to to feed as well all the other areas in our life that makes us an animator like how are you how how on earth are you going to be able to uh, replicate or to create the illusion of life if you, if you don't have one in the first place right yep. yeah and also yeah. um blue sky disney pixar they all started somewhere what if this exactly. tiny sure. studio you're in it becomes the next big thing. And then you're yeah, like, oh, I wanted to work there. I think you guys are saying that because you're not working at Disney. I mean, that's true. <laughs> We're all jealous. <laughs> no, no, actually, actually, I think this is, that, like, like, this is normal. We all start that way. And then after that, we realize the truth because yep. like, this is the industry. When you have to start somewhere, there are a lot of cool places. Uh, the thing, like what uh, Sin mentioned, like a lot of people are like in Disney and these big like studios and they leave because there is like they want to continue that their journey and like nicholas as well mentioned is like don't make it as a goal make it part of the journey if you get there that's good if you don't get there that's good also there's plenty of stuff that you can you can go with and you can see like for example spider-verse one of the best like movies it's not done by disney it's by sony and yeah. sony is a lot easier to get there so there are like a lot and also, of options. And also Sony, yeah. like, and it was made by the same people that made the Emoji movie. The Emoji so movie, they, exactly. They so the like Emoji it. movie that got a lot of hate. Exactly. And then the same team, boom, spider boom, yeah. and, and everyone, oh, Sony, Sony. But before, yeah, oh, exactly. Sony, such a bad studio. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Like, maybe, like, that small studio that you worked on could, like, create some of the best, like, TV shows that, like, gets an Oscar or something. And everybody else will be like, oh, my God, that studio, that studio. It doesn't like matter that much. It's just like, yeah, it's just. Journey. I find it funny that you're mentioning that, Nico, because in my cover letter for Sony for the internship, I told what them. What did you do? I I wow. told them, I know there's Spider Verse, but I want to work at Sony because Hotel T is one of my oh, favorite yeah. movies, and I love it. And it's amazing what you do, and I love how like different things you do. But I wasn't like Spider Verse was out, and I was like, I don't care. I want. Because of yeah. Hotel Team. And Cloudy too. Oh, God. And, oh, no, and Storks. Storks. Wow, yeah. Oh, that movie's Just amazing. This. Yeah. Love that. Um, two quick questions. Uh, I think that these ones are going to be quick. Like, one person asked, sometimes people go to the West for studies to get a work permit later. Is that the only option? I mean, no, it's not. But it's, it is a good option to consider. I used to... I, I went through the process of getting now a student visa for Canada because there's a thing in Canada, depending on the country, again, just double check. But in, in my case, I was able to, if you study for a year, then you can work for a year, up to three years. Like if you yeah. do a work year, a four year, um, whatever, uh, degree, you can work then up to three years. So that's another option if you can afford it or if you get a scholarship. I was getting half a scholarship so i could have done that i ended up not doing it because i got a job but a that is an option. yeah what is that 
uh, like they pay half of your tuition. Ah, okay. It was a, like, it was pretty good. I mean, I could like they saw my reel and they were like, "Do you want a scholarship?" So <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so like, sure you either get the sponsorship or the scholarship. So you choose. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I'm the only the other one that's very quick. How are Asians or basically anyone supposed to apply when some students say only European and American? Apply. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Worst case, you already like my mom says you already have a no. Worst but case, they're gonna tell do you your no. Homework, but also do your do your homework and try and find what the situation uh, of your country is in relation to the country that you want to apply for. Because what happened to me is that if I had left that only to the immigration team of the companies that I was applying for, I wouldn't have gotten the job that I have now. So another, you need to yeah. be on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Another solution that you can try is like you can like tell them that you're not Asian. Just put makeup and just get like some hair just to look like white. Just go there and just work. It's just absurd that these people do this stuff. A person that is talented is talented. Who cares if yeah. he's like Asian or not? Like, yeah. Well, who cares? Yeah. Like, there are a lot, plenty of like, like places. So just apply. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it it's gonna happen when it has to happen, and the project will come to you. I know it sounds very. But it's cliche, true. But it's but true. It's, it's, it's super true. It's super true. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, be patient, which yeah, I know it's is. Like, no, no, like I wouldn't say be patient. Don't be patient. Work on your stuff. Like no, yeah, like, but I mean, be patient with the like pr with hiring the process. Yeah. yeah, with the timing. Yeah, like like uh, for me, I'm like don't think about it. Like think yeah. about your work. Like be passionate about your personal stuff and keep working. And like you'll be busy working on your stuff. And that's when the moment where people are like, oh, we know you. Like, would you like to go there? We're like, I'm so busy working on my stuff. And like, okay, I'll just yes. go. And that's how it works. Because if you're like just going back and Oh, when I'm like waiting, where they gonna like message me? No, you're just wasting a lot of energy making it super difficult for yourself. That's work yeah. on your stuff. You should be good. Exactly. Like one of uh, my mentors said, every year you should have at least one new reel. Your yeah, reel exactly. should be completely different. Which reminds me, I need to get some personal. Unless, shots. unless, <laughs> unless, unless, unless you have that La Vie en Rose shot from Alex. <laughs> <laughs> four years ago, yeah. Keep that, keep that, don't, don't take that. Exactly. Make one, actually, make one good shot in your yeah. life and then yeah. then you're good to go. Yeah. And you're good to go. Exactly. And that's like, actually, like, it's, uh, it, it might sound like we're like making a joke here. That's like super true. If you make that shot that is super good and it's there, you're just going to make open all of the doors and That's very nobody true. cares about like the, the visa or the country you can choose so yeah well it's also so, nice to have like i know a lot of people like you like to show acting choices and shot quality and polish but something that i think is underrated that is really important to the big studios as well as other studios is having a shot that just stands out of an idea whether it's just like uh, it, uh, enormously funny or ball. just yeah. stupid just like something that is a sh they, they call it a showstopper shot that just you yeah, see exactly it it right. may not be the best posing splining spline, whatever but it just you look at it and you're like that is a good idea it gets like, an interaction yeah yeah it's yeah. just like that's, that's a it, good yeah. shot it's memorable yeah, yeah. memorable yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, there's some people whose shots you remember right away. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, that person and that shot at that moment. And it doesn't matter how, like, the quality and how good. You just, like, get that the interaction. And, like, this is exactly what they want in their movies. They want people that create certain stuff that grabs the attention of the audience and makes it memorable so they can make more money. Yeah, they can teach you polish, but they can't teach you ideas. Yeah, um, exactly. Just a question here, someone asked, in the UK, do I need a visa because I have Italian and US citizenship? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Basically, yes. For, yeah, for every single country that you don't have a citizenship, yes. Unless your country has, like, for example, the Two UK, the, yeah, like the, e, the EU has a lot of countries in them. So if you have an EU citizenship, you can work in any of the other countries. Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Uruguay, so like Mercosur, you can uh, work are you so, all are you in- talking in Spanish? No? Like I'm ma- mentioning the, the countries, the you can work the, in yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if there's something well, like that, uh, then yes. If not, if you only have US citizenship, and Italian citizenship and you want to go to the UK, unfortunately, after Brexit, you need a visa. If you had been in the UK before December 31st last year, then no, but that's in the past. So- oh, You know a lot about these stuff there. You should like, is, are you sure yeah, like any animation, animation is good for you? They're probably like, you could do some like lawyering stuff. Like, oh no, this is because it. I've been wanting to leave- yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think that the same with Nico. I think that the both of us wanted to leave our country so bad that we had been looking for ways to get like I used to know the Gov UK laws oh, basically God. from the beginning to the end for about 10 years of my life because I was expecting them to change them so that I could finally go. They never changed yeah. them. Um, so it's just learn like, are you interested in working in the UK? Okay, learn what laws apply to your countries because maybe there's a workaround like nico was saying uh just depending on where you want to go learn it i never cared about getting into the us because i know it's really hard so my my goal was always the uk i I would enter the gov uk website every month i don't know why yeah kind of reading like oh like, let's what's see the new stuff? What's the new yeah argentinian i also enter the for example my grandmother was czech um and my grandfather was polish so sometimes i enter the embassies and i'm like are there any news can i oh. get a citizenship oh. <laughs> so if you're really That's interested do the work like nico was saying do the work and figure it out for your country because like our countries have different laws from yours so but yeah you need a visa i'm sorry <laughs> he's sorry he's super sorry need a visa. Like, I'm, I'm sorry yes uh if no one has any other questions um i think we can call it here thank you ayub Nico and Alex, who's already left, and Dan for hosting this and making me less Thank stressed you, <laughs> today. Because last time I was literally, I, I hosted the acting stream, and I was also running it. I was shaking, like literally, oh, I was shaking. I had to pinch my legs to stop shaking through the whole stream. Oh god! That's how scared I was. So thank you, Dan. <laughs> L- like from the bottom of my heart. 
thank you guys from sh for sharing your wisdom and I now got to learn about your stories. I feel like I feel like you like you probably like captured Ben and put him in that like where is he like in the mall or like in, in yeah. and mall. that's probably you doing <laughs> in the dungeon, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, in a dungeon wow. or something. I don't know to if you're blinking. He's been Dan, blinking like Dan a has... Yeah, like no. I can see the blink. Yeah. <laughs> Send help. No, I think that Dan was the first one who came up with the idea of having a stream. So yeah. actually it was the other way around. But okay. I am held hostage. Uh, I can't I can't like trust mall, you. It's coming so. from you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We, he he was kind enough to join us today and help me be less stressed. So thank you guys. Um we're gonna let these awesome people go. If anyone has questions after this, just send them on the street on the Discord on channel the and let me post in the shush shush shush. I can't English yeah. anymore because it's late. So I'm just I gonna yeah. leave everything here. Yeah. And if anyone is interested, we also are going to post this on YouTube and on uh, Spotify and Google Podcasts. So if wow. Yeah. So yeah, if anyone is interested, all the links are up in the chat. Feel free to follow us. If you don't want to follow us, don't. No, 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 no. Please follow <laughs> us. She like she can like take your family and stuff. Oh my god, no, I'm I'm very nice. I won't get food so, shipped oh, yeah. to the mall if you don't follow. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm very nice. <laughs> I okay, know. So right. thanks you thanks for everything and see you next time guys. See you guys. Bye. Yeah, goodbye.